the omnipresent love of the divine Purusha is everywhere. There is no time, no place that it does not exist. It is in your every thought, in your every breath, in the cells of your body. All is composed of that infinite being. All forms are the form of that one. Even the most terrible forms, even the most awful experiences are the forms of that eternal being. There is nothing outside of the infinite Purusha, the infinite aware consciousness the love unconditional of divine being, the intelligent awareness of Parama Purusha is omnipresent. Absorbed in the distractions of daily life, job, family, and day-to-day -day living, concentration and awareness, extroverts through the senses of the body, and becomes engaged in the internet, in the television, in the social relationships, in the work that you are concentrating on. This is fine for all this is the form of the divine one. But in your day-to-day -day living, it is easy to forget that this is the form of the one. And your mind and awareness move in duality, assuming there is self and other inside and outside, assuming there is separation and thus loneliness, assuming there is a beginning and an end, there is both pain and pleasure there is the uniting with loved ones, the accomplishment of things that you are doing, 
And then there is the pain of loss, failure, In the world of duality, self and other, there is both of these. But they are based in ignorance. Ignorance of your true nature. Ignorance of the knowledge that there is no self and other. There is no inside and outside. There is no coming and going, acquiring and losing, achieving or failing. There is no separation. But this knowledge comes when the knowledge is cultivated, that all forms are the form of the infinite. The infinite is the doer of all actions. There is nothing outside of that one. When this knowledge abides in the mind, when the mind is trained to perceive more accurately than the sensory spirit experience of embodiment tends to direct it, And when the heart opens, then the true nature of reality reveals itself. Sadhana, the process of Focusing, concentrating the mind on this unitary wholeness can take many external forms. For all forms are his form. All forms are her form. All forms are the form of the one which is neither male nor female, is being, is love, is truth, is sat-chit-ananda, conscious awareness, infinite love. But to come to the point where all forms take this 
It takes diving into the depths so that you surrender your sense of self into the whole of being, into the infinite love of the divine. And for this process, the divine manifests the infinite beingness manifests as the teacher, as the guru, as the master, to bring you from darkness to light. From the unreal to the real. You are ever whole. You are ever one. Without boundary, without limitation. But due to incarnation in form and identity with form, you forget. So when you take the practice of remembrance, that is Brahma Sadhana. You can use mantra, you can use visualization, you can concentrate on a candle or the scanning of the body. All forms ultimately are the form of the one. It does not matter how you enter this field of knowledge, this awakening of the heart, this surrender of the belief in your individual self. It does not matter what matters is the letting go, the dissolution of I and thou into the whole. For some may seek truth in many places, 
for others. They see the God, the Guru, the Master. And they take that shelter. And from that shelter, they let go, they surrender. But whatever the path you follow, whatever the forms and practices you do, ultimately, it is to transcend the sense of ego and self, to transcend the mind, the belief in self separate from other. So that there is only the one, so that there is only the beloved, so that there is only truth. There is only love divine, nothing else. Out of that one living, vibrant, intelligent awareness, out of that one cosmic, infinite love, all things abide. The practice of sustaining this knowledge, deepening in it, until there is no difference between eyes open and eyes closed in meditation. until there is no difference between action in the world and sitting silently. You do practices. But when there is no self and other, when the world and the stillness and ananda, divine bliss and light, are all the same, when there is no coming and no going, there is no death, there is no life, there is only the one.
in all forms, in all experience. This world of mundane life ceases to be a world of mundane life, but a vibrant existence, a holy experience. <clears throat> the practice of extended sadhana allows you to immerse in this knowledge, to break through the conditioned mind, to find the sublime. to break through your beliefs and to experience that which is beyond your beliefs. So the technique of straining the body and the mind, of providing fasting to purify the body, to make it more sattvic, stilling the distractions of the world, and then focusing on the infinite, provides great benefit. until such a time that all life is that. These practices extend the mind, surrender, the sense of self, so that only the infinite exists. There are many approaches that are taken to attempt to tire the mind, to see through the pain, the joy, the success and the failure to see through the forms that you focus on and come to the infinite. 
there are many approaches to tire the mind. Give it a candle to stare at. Give it a body to scan. Give it a mantra to say. To focus on the sublime. Give it the form of a deity or a master. But of all these different techniques, suited to different people at different stages of their development, the most subtle, the most direct for those who have the sufficient concentration, is to take the form of the Holy One, be it the enlightened master or the deity that represents the sublime most directly and take the blessing of that great one. and let it shower on you. Establish your unity with that form to which the sublime has come in your mind, has brought itself to you. This is the best sadhana, but not all people are sufficiently advanced in their development to appreciate it or to practice it. For one must have that link, that devotion, that connection. Without it, it's just another form but when the Divine One embodies in a personality and form of the Sadguru, or the Ancient One, the Enlightened Form, then A relationship is established, and that relationship is the key to unlock the door to infinity. Ultimately, it is your relationship to the sublime. the dance of love between you and the infinite that brings you to the shores of eternity.
abide in that relationship. There you surrender in love. There you find wholeness. These other techniques are very good for wearing out the mind. And once the mind is worn out, then some surrender comes. And you feel there is this vast oneness, this awareness. But do you really know that oneness? When you take the relationship to the form with which that one has come to you, then the mind is engaged, the heart is impassioned. And that ancient one in the suitable form that the Sadguru has come in the comes in when the third eye is open. When that happens you are greatly blessed for you are then bound forever. You will never go back in your evolution once this has occurred, for that one will hold you in his or her arms. That one will guide you, for you have established the bond of love with the infinite the true Sadguru, then when the third eye has opened to this knowledge, to this relationship, then you become surrendered, the vehicle of that one. And if you take the time to immerse yourself in that relationship, then you go beyond form, beyond all dualities. This is the true sadhana, but this sadhana cannot be done by all. That is why even to give it as a practice is considered advanced practice. Because when the mind is young, and uh, fascinated by the world and does not have the inner strength to open the third eye and establish the relationship to surrender and to allow the Great One to gather you. When you are too young in the mind for that, the mind is ever in the world 
So for a young mind, the practices that more relate to uh, the the uh, world and to training the mind, this are appropriate. Whether it be mantra or a body scan or uh, staring at a wall or a candle, doesn't matter. But when the mind is succumbed to the heart and the third eye has opened and the great one takes you, then those sadhanas, though still beneficial, are not as beneficial. What is beneficial is to surrender your being to the beloved of your heart and let that one pour through you until lover and beloved are one and there is no duality and all the world is the form of the beloved. Then mind and heart fully open, surrendered to the infinite, become filled with the grace of that one. To take the time to concentrate the mind and open to this love is very beneficial. And when the time is ready, this one always comes. But for the young minds, the simple training of the mind to concentrate until it is worn out is a very good practice and long hours of doing it can be very beneficial to break through. For those who have established the bond of the heart that cannot be broken, the love sublime Surrender is the path. Surrender absolutely, completely. Dissolve your duality. Dissolve your personality. Dissolve your attachments. Dissolve yourself. And long hours in the practice of surrender can be very beneficial. In fact, the idea has come for a retreat of this nature, and I think perhaps the time is coming for such a retreat. But this is a personal relationship between you and the infinite. Don't think that you are 
not graced. The shower of love of this divine one is always falling on you. And if your heart is with the Supreme, if that one has come to you and the bond is made, it is that bond that is your passage. That one will take you. That one will carry you. All right.